Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Previously on In The Moment. But meanwhile, while all of this is happening, Will Smith is still not free. And I watched that guy go and be a hoe, and then all of the girls wanted him because he was a hoe. And then I grew up and I said, you know what I'm going to do? They said, what you going to do, Mo? I said, I'm going to be a hoe. You know what the women said? What they say, Mo? They said, I don't like Mo, he's a hoe. <laughs> I'm joking. That's, maybe. But no, that's not really what happened. My point is, I don't know what my point is. You just got to be Pete Davidson or Lori Harvey, I guess. But free will. Who's next? So Jay-Z is Jay-Z. He's the man. It is what it is. Jay-Z wanted to promote this movie, The Harder They Fall. He's, I think, involved with the production. But Jay-Z created an Instagram page for, I think, two days. Promoted this movie and then shut his Instagram down. Now, y'all know I love Jay. I don't have a bad thing to say about Jay. But this wasn't a surprise to me at all. I think it's fly how he created an Instagram for two days, had like two million followers, and it was like, all right, I'm cool. It was so Jay-Z, and it was the flyest shit ever, right? However, y'all got to stop. I used to always talk about how people are entirely too impressed nowadays and people use the word genius way too much. It's so annoying. Jay is Jay. And I'm not saying that what Jay did wasn't fly or it wasn't smart because it was. But people are now going out of their way to say Jay-Z is a marketing genius. Hey, (laughs) y'all got to relax. In my humble opinion, you know what makes a marketing genius a genuine genius? Somebody who has like four followers and figures out some shit to do to get their product in front of four million people. That, my friend, is a marketing genius. Jay-Z creating an Instagram when he's already Jay-Z? What do you think is going to happen? He's going to get millions of followers. And if he does it again tomorrow or next week, ta-da, same shit. Does that make him a genius? Now, he's a genius for a whole lot of other things. But for that, yo, some of the things that the Kardashians do, that some of these people do, it's good marketing. It's good publicity. It's a good move. But y'all be like, genius, fam. It ain't that difficult to market some shit when you already world famous. The genius is in the people who do that with nothing. That's just my opinion. I don't know why they was like, yo, for him to do that, it was so genius. Hey, man. Be another letter that ends with Z and try that. B-L-Z. B-Z. C-Z. D-Z. No matter. Go ahead. Create an Instagram. Promote a movie you working on. Leave it up for two days and see what the fuck happens. You know what's going to happen? Nothing. Because that move itself is not that damn genius. You have to be Jay-Z and do it. It's not a knock to Jay because Jay is Jay, and there's a reason he's Jay, and that's because he's a genius. But the move itself, y'all be so ready to be impressed and just throw genius around. You know how many times an artist come out with one dope song? Y'all be like, oh, my God, he's an artistic genius. 
the man should be compared to Stevie Wonder. I be sitting there wondering what the fuck y'all be talking about. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. Hey, Stevie been rocking for 40 years. This dude been hot for 40 minutes and he's a genius. Stop this. Stop putting genius on everything. Genius don't even mean genius anymore. It's because people are so damn easily impressed. But either way, I'm sure the movie is going to be fantastic and Jay is Jay. But stop. Who's next? Let's talk about Henry Ruggs for a second. So Henry Ruggs III is a 22-year-old male who was a wide receiver on the Las Vegas Raiders and had a tragic moment the other day when he decided to drive drunk and he took the life of Tina Tintor. I believe is how you pronounce her name. May that woman rest in peace. That is horrible. He threw his life away and he took the life of another. Her and her dog both passed away in this horrific accident. I'm angry. I'll be honest, I'm angry. I'm angry because a life was lost because of an idiotic decision. I'm angry because for some odd reason, it always seems as if when a drunk person gets behind the wheel and gets into an accident, it's always fatal for the other person. And the drunk person walks away. That shit happens way too often. And I just be wondering, like, what is the universe really trying to say when that happens? It's always weird that the drunk person seems to come out the least affected by the accident. And it's always weird that a lot of the times these drunk accidents happen when you are so close to your destination. I'm also angry because a young black man threw his entire damn life away for one stupid ass decision. And I got into a debate. Not really a debate. It was more of a conversation with someone the other day. And they were like, yo, I feel bad for him. And I said, why? Because I was honestly, I was in angry mode. I was angry. They said, Mo, he's 22 years old. He's a kid. Yes, what he did was stupid. It's ridiculous. And he deserves whatever comes because of it. But damn it. We do a lot of dumb things when we're young. Maybe not this dumb. Maybe the consequences are not this big. But a lot of dumb things that we wouldn't necessarily want someone to know we did once we're older. And I understood where they were coming from because it would be very easy for me to sit on this platform as a grown, mature man. Did I just compliment myself by accident? At least a little more mature than I used to be is what I'm trying to say. And say, what an idiot. You know, like that's not difficult to do. But I've also never been a 22-year-old superstar millionaire living in Vegas. Not giving this man any excuses. I'm just putting the reality of the situation into perspective. I knew when the Raiders went to Vegas, this was going to be tough for a whole lot of athletes. Immediately I knew. I said, yo, that's a recipe for disaster. Some of these men are in their early 20s. They're rich. They're famous. They're in Vegas. Football might not save them from that equation. For the life of me, I can't understand why when you have that kind of money, you get behind the wheel drunk. I will never understand it. Lyft, Uber, get a driver. You have access to so many options nowadays. And a lot of them are inexpensive. 
And I've heard people say, yo, the only reason I drove drunk that day is because I genuinely didn't have the money and I thought I could make it. And while that also may be reckless and ignorant and not the best decision to make, at least I can somewhat understand the justification behind it if you genuinely just didn't have the money. But when you're making millions of dollars, fam, why are you driving? I know I don't drive. The moment I made $25, I was like, all right, I'm cool with driving. (laughs) Hey, how much it costs to get a driver around here? I don't want to drive. I want to enjoy myself. I know me. And people are always saying, oh, get a car, get a car. I don't need a car. I'm cool. I'm from New York. You know how many years I lived without a car? I don't need a car. I'm cool. You get everything delivered to you today. What do I need a car for? Work is right there. I'm good. When I go out, I'm drinking. I'm not driving anyway. I never have to worry about traffic, car getting messed up, maintenance, gas, insurance, car note, none of that. Cars are sometimes the worst investment ever, man. Just throwing money away. I've been there. Had three cars. Wasted a whole lot of money on them. And this man just wasted his life. Why? When will we learn? I remember when Jason Kidd, former basketball player, got a DUI. How much money this man had? Don't let his last name fool you. That was a man. Why are you getting behind the wheel drunk? What is it? You know how many athletes we've already seen go through this? Reminds me of the Brandon Lee incident. Some mistakes should only have to happen once for people to learn, look, and learn. I don't understand why this man was behind the wheel. Doing 150, 154, 156, whatever he was with a loaded gun in the car. Were you crying out for help? I know a couple football players that have said things to the extent of, yo, when I get in my car, sometime I want to just drive that shit off the road. I don't know if that has some type of connection to the CTE situation or what football players may be going through. Maybe it's not football-related at all. I don't know, but I wonder. Because I won't put these dudes' names on blast, but I've certainly hung out with NFL players who have said things to that nature. And I just wonder, young man in his position, you would think life is good, and I'm not one of those people who are going to say, hey, you in the NFL, what should you be down about? Man, everybody goes through mental health issues. There's no amount of money to keep you from that. So just because somebody has a great job or is in a good position doesn't necessarily mean that they should be in a good headspace. However, was this a cry for help? I don't know. But it just doesn't make any sense to me as to how you would find yourself in this situation. Fam, you leaving in a Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever it is. That tells me that you can afford a lift. I'm sure you got friends that will come get you. Fam, you could have called the Raiders. You ain't even got to spend your own money. The Raiders will come get you. And the fact that this man's mantra or his, his brand was hashtag speed kills. That is not a joke. That's real. Because he was a fast football player. It's very fast. So they hashtagged him speed kills. That was his shit. That was his brand. It was on shirts. The Raiders were tweeting it. When I sit here and tell y'all that the universe has a weird, eerie way of giving us signs for things to look out for, to be aware of. It's terrifying how sometimes it's so simple, the message, and we just miss it. And if you miss the wrong one enough, it costs you your life or someone else's life. It's a messed up situation, and I hate it for every party involved. I just hope and pray that these young athletes, young men, period, some point, begin to learn from these mistakes 
that are so avoidable and unnecessary and change up how they move. Rest in peace to that woman. Who's next? All right, in my defense, new segment I think I'm going to start with things that I have said and done on the Bird Show, and this one is going to be quick. Romeo came on air one day and said basically that he had invited his girlfriend to a trip that he didn't think she was actually going to be able to go on. And she got a passport, work let her off. A lot of things happened, and he was like, oh, okay, well, damn, I guess she's really coming. And I made the joke like, yo, so you invited her knowing that she couldn't go because you was trying to appear to be a good boyfriend. I know that move. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Bert and I kind of let him have it. And I felt bad because I was like, damn, I snitched. But it was funny. And in my defense, hey, every guy does that. <laughs> hey. Hey, I told Romeo, man, don't feel bad about it. If your girl's like, what's that about? Every guy does that. You ain't going to find a guy that don't do that. You'll find a lot of guys who won't admit it. But I assure you, every guy at least once in life has invited his girl somewhere knowing that she either couldn't go or she was going to say no so that he can count that in the book of, hey, babe, I invited you. Every guy does it. Ladies, look back on it. Think about a time it happened and just know that you were bamboozled, damn it. I don't care what he says. Who's next? WTF moment of the week. It's going out to this lady I saw on Twitter who tweeted something that I was taken aback by. Because the video was this woman who was beating this man up, punching him, kicking him. Then she started destroying his car, kicking the windows in, kicking the doors. And he was just standing there like, yo, please stop. And I saw a tweet go viral because some woman retweeted this video and said, this is why you don't play with people's feelings. And I thought to myself, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yo, I don't understand that. Why would you even say that? Why did that go viral? Why were so many people agreeing with that? Now, while I do agree with the sentiment you should not play with people's feelings, I have never not one time in my life seen a video of a man beating up a woman and destroying her car and then watching someone else go, hey, that's why you shouldn't play with people's feelings. I've never seen it. That man is called every name in the book. He's crucified as he should be. But when the roles were reversed in the double standard of the week, Yo, it was mad people like, yo, see, that's why you shouldn't cheat. Yo, that's why you got to keep it at home. Fam, she's beating this dude's ass. Why is that all of a sudden acceptable? That's not acceptable no matter what you do to somebody. You can't beat people up and wreck their car because they cheated. And if we are going to accept that, well, you got to accept it both ways. And of course, it shouldn't be accepted either way. But I was so thrown. But how many people thought it was cool to just be like, I see nothing wrong with this. He shouldn't have played with her. What? Who's next? Sick old what? The sick old award goes to my dude, Dub. 